Good day, my friend. You're at the right place at the right time, and you're about to hear the word of God that God has shared with us during our service time at Truth Gathers Dream Center Church. So I pray that we have your attention for the next few minutes as this word of God comes forth. I pray that it be a blessing to your life and to your journey. Grab your Bible, go to 1 Samuel 30 right there. I want to show you something here. This is an assignment of God for our church and ministry. It's going to take us into new levels in 2024 as we establish a culture called 400 Strong. Say 400 Strong. As we establish a culture. I'll preach it tonight. Some of you have heard it time again, but I got to make sure everybody's together. Everybody say together. I'm going to just start reading here. I want you to be with me. It says in verse 1, it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag burned it with fire. Try to get rid of it. Take, had taken the women and the women captives and was there that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small. Carried, kept your stuff. Didn't, didn't destroy it, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city and behold, it was burned with fire. Devastation. Their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice. They wept until they had no more power to weep. Lord, and David, two wives were taken captives, Ahinonim the Jezreelite and Abigail the wife of Nabal the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed. Somebody say stressed out. He was stressed out. He was stressed. Why? It tells you, for the people spake of stoning him. What had already was a bad situation got worse. The people who were with him was no longer with him anymore. Wow. He was stressed. This thing stressed him. And the people's soul, all the people was grieved because all the, the soul of the people was grieved. Everybody was grieving. There's something when everybody is grieving. Every man for his son and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. The first thing I want you to understand, I believe many of us have experienced, point number one, the vulnerability that touched our humanity. As we went forward in 2023, we went forward, all of us with fresh expectation, fresh renewal, fresh mindset. But 2023 delivered some striking tragedies situations, unfortunate circumstances, grieving moments of separation, of loss, pain, and agony. We felt the vulnerability of what it is to be a human in need of God. We felt the pain, many have felt the pain of 2023. Felt the pain, felt like giving up. It's one thing when you go through something and you are crying while you're going through, but it's a whole nother level when you start crying and you don't even have no more strength to cry. 
I want you to understand that uh, David was stressed and as much as we have faith in God I still want to present to you that half or 75% of us was more stressed this year than we ever experienced in our lives and no it don't sound like nothing you want to put on a billboard but some of us felt stressed felt overwhelmed felt anxieties been pushed to the limit thing went through things we never thought we would went through never thought it would go from worse to worser and I know worser ain't what we're supposed to say but this thing got so bad we couldn't believe that we were in the situation that we were in oh yeah some of you are shocked about the things you saw and the things that you felt the things that you heard your humanity you felt just like a human you felt like dirt you felt like dirt in need of a savior you needed direction you needed come on I know everybody in here didn't have their way the whole 23 some of you got lost on the path some of you got discouraged on the path some of you throw in the towel many times in 2023 come on I know we all love God but the truth of the matter some of you quit in 2023 you quit uh, several times you got so frustrated that some of you didn't even want to believe anymore you didn't want to trust anymore some of you got tired of people you got a tired of what they did to you how it happened to you even that so much sometimes you got to a place that even God was on trial in your life that's when you really are feeling the pains of life I want you to tap your neighbor because they're human tap them on the shoulder because the person you're tapping went through something the person you're sitting next to you went through some heartache and, and went through some pain and felt what it's like to be vulnerable as a human what I mean you're saved but nothing seems to go your way you love God but it seems like things are out of control oh you serve God you know how to worship and you know how to praise but your praise didn't change everything your praise didn't make God answer every time you praise your tithe didn't change everything come on you were trying to do your best but yet life was life but I got good news life ain't the only thing that go to life in because when life go to life in God go to God in. and I want you to know that even while you were going through what you were going through the good news is I need you to tell your neighbor God sustained me I'm not telling you I didn't cry God sustained me I'm not telling you I didn't feel like quitting but God sustained me I got to be real some of y'all cuss somebody out but tell somebody God is a forgiving God some of you knew know more about forgiveness by God in 2023 more than you ever have you sinned and got up you fell and got up you slipped and got up but here is the good news you ain't saying nothing God sustained me somebody ought to testify on your role and say I may look cute tonight but I had some dark moments in 23 I had some rough I may look good tonight but God sustained me when I didn't want to be sustained can I preach for two people when I didn't want to be kept when I was almost really literally about to lose my ever-loving mind 
Oh, y'all ain't want to say nothing in here. I came to church. Some of you came to church and didn't have no peace. Came to church, people were dancing around you and you didn't feel no anointing. I feel like preaching. Came to church, everybody was dancing, but you said, I ain't feeling nothing today. But even when you wasn't feeling nothing, he kept you. Even when you wasn't feeling the glory, he sustained you. Even when you felt like quitting, oh God, the good news is while I was feeling human, he was still being God. Vulnerability. Your rhythm was knocked off. Your timing was knocked off. Was out of sync in life. The real vulnerability of what it is to be human. Oh, I didn't want to preach that. You felt like God all the time. <laughs> is it okay that sometimes I tell you I don't feel it <laughs> but can I stick around until I start feeling it again can you tell somebody I'm getting my feelings back uh -huh. and I remember God had me come up here to you in the beginning of January of this year and declare to you that this is going to be a year for the books <laughs> oh yeah oh, we got down to October me and the Lord start having a conversation. I said, now Lord, you told me to tell these people this is going to be a year for the books. I said, God, all I've been seeing is tragedy. We've had more funerals than I've ever seen in my life. We've had hardship after hardship. God, how is it going to be a year for the books? He said, oh, I ain't finished yet. He said, it's twofold. A year for the books, yes. You're going to write about what you've been through, yeah. He said, yeah, you're going to document what you've been through, yeah. He said, but no, it's been a year for the books. He said, the first book I want to tell you about is the book of Psalms. The book of Psalms says in verse 139, I will praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. He says, this year I took you to the book of Psalms. I took you to a book. It was the year to bring you back to the word. It was the year when I proved myself in the book. He said, yeah, I went to the book this year and I made you understand that I'm a God of my word and that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You was like, God, where is my deliverance? He said, I'll take you to another book. I'll take you to Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29 and 11 where he says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. He said, oh yeah, this is the year for the books. I'm going to take you to another book. I'm going to take you to the Matthew, Matthew 4 and 4, which says, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord. He said, oh yeah, it's the year for the books. I'm going to tell you about Philippians 4 and 13 that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He said, I'm going to tell you, it's the year for the book. And I took you back to the word. I took you how to lean and depend on me. I took you back to trusting in my holy word. Tell somebody, it's the year for the books. Uh-huh. I said, okay. He said, yeah, I'm going to take you back to, he said, I took people through the pages of the book to show them that I can sustain them while they're going through. Yeah, what year? 23 was a year to cleave to the word like never before. It was a year to hold on to what God said. Come on, somebody. And David had to hold on to the point that it says that he encouraged 
himself. <laughs> what you found out in 2023, that if you come out, it's going to be because you wanted to. <laughs> what you found out, it, I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> it wasn't that you had everybody on your side. You had some people, but not everybody. <laughs> you had to learn to be your own cheerleader. <laughs> you had to learn to be your own coach. <laughs> you had to learn to be your own quarterback. <laughs> you had to learn to be the, war- the quarterback and the wide receiver. <laughs> you had to say hike and run out for a pass <laughs> and catch your own pass. You hear what I'm trying to say? That if you're going to win, God taught us this year that winning don't between, I feel the Holy Ghost, that winning don't don't uh, don't depend on them, it depend on me. And God taught us in 23 that you winning ain't about everybody being on your side. Because David was thinking that he was great because he had all these people around him telling him how great he was. But God said, I want to see you great when you feel disappointed. I want to see you great when nobody calling your name. I want to see you great when people don't believe you can get up from where you falling. And if you don't learn to believe in yourself, 2023 taught you how to dig deep in your own self and encourage your own self. And while you may have a good wife and have good friends and a good prayer partner, 23 taught you how to depend on the God in you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, tell you ain't saying nothing. <laughs> 23 taught you to trust the word that God has been speaking to you. <laughs> yeah, 23. <laughs> when everybody else faded away <laughs> and the voice minimized in your life, God was saying, if you got you, you can win. Tell someone, if you got you, you can win. Yeah, you and God can win. Uh, David encouraged himself in the Lord. He encouraged himself in the Lord. And then out of of nowhere, tell somebody out of nowhere. I got to show you this. Out of nowhere, things begin to change. Out of nowhere, out of nowhere, things begin to change. In verse 7, it says, David said to Abathar the priest, Ahimelech, son, I pray thee, I got to get a partnership here. If I'm going to get out of here now, I don't encourage myself, but I can't stay in isolation forever. I got to connect with some other people who believe in my destiny. I can't keep crying that I've been forsaken. I can't keep crying that who didn't support me. I come on, because if you're not careful, you'll be crying about who left you, and you will miss who's still with you. Come on, you'll be crying about who didn't support you, while there's still people in your corner waiting for you to arise to greatness. You still spo- crying over spoiled milk, while you got two more gallons in the refrigerator. You ain't hear what I'm trying to say. David said, I got to get out. I feel the Holy Ghost. David said, I got to get out of this funk and get with somebody who loved me. He got with Abathar the priest. He said, Abathar, I need to borrow the ephod. I need to discipline myself so I can pray. And David inquired of the Lord, verse 8, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? Asking God some questions. 23, you ask God more questions than you ever thought you would ever ask him. God, when I'm going to get married? God, when I'm going to get a new job? God, do you want me to leave Tallahassee? God, should I stay married? God, is this thing going to work out? Y'all ain't saying nothing. God, should I walk away? I know I'm picking you up in the spirit. You're just surprised I'm saying it. Uh-huh. God, should I, should I really go there? Should I change my church membership? God, what should I do? Come on, we ain't scared of no questions. 
questions. There were questions you were asking and David said, God answered him. He said, no, 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 no. Don't you quit on this season. Don't you quit on the promise that I told you. I told you it was going to be a year for the books. I'm telling you, pursue for thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail, recover all. Listen, and David went, he and 600 men that were with him and came to the brook of Besor, where there that were left behind stayed. But David pursued. See, everybody didn't go. There were people too tired. They could not go. All right. But David pursued. He and 400 men, 400 ready people, 400 stirred people. They were ready. 400 and invigorated people were ready to go. But 200 abode behind. They were too faint. So they could not go over the brook of Besor. Here it is. And they found Egyptian in the field. Tell somebody strength came out of nowhere. It's vitality came out of nowhere. Power came out of nowhere. When you were faced with going down and about to quit, all of a sudden, an answer came out of nowhere. This is what it is. They're on their journey trying to figure out how to get their stuff back. I don't even know where my stuff is. I don't even know how to do this thing called restoration or recovery. My stuff got stolen. The devil came and took it. I don't even know where my piece went. They done dragged it off in the woods. I don't know if it's to the left or to the right. I don't know if it's buried in the sand. How do I get my joy back? I don't even know where it is. I lost it in the fight. I lost it in the divorce. I lost it when they fired me from the job. I lost it when I got a demotion. I lost it when I went through pain and went through suffering. I don't even know where to start to begin restoration. But David said he found an Egyptian and he brought and they brought him to David and gave him bread and he did eat. And they made him drink water and they gave him a piece of cake of figs and two clusters of raisins and when he had eaten his spirit came again to him for he had eaten no bread nor drunk any water for three days and three nights and so here it is the Egyptian was getting ready to die he was sitting there he was sick he was getting ready to die but all of a sudden strength came and David said unto him to whom thou belongest and whence art thou he said I'm a young man of Egypt a servant of Amalekite my master left me three days ago I got sick we made an invasion upon the south of the Cherethites and upon the coast we belong to Judah and upon the south of Caleb and we burn Siglad with fire. Wait a minute, what are you telling me? You tell me I walk up on this Egyptian and he knows what happened to me? You tell me I come upon this Egyptian and he knows where my stuff is? What is happening here? I'm telling you, if you just hang in there, there's strength coming out of nowhere. I'm telling you, if you just keep fighting in your marriage, there's strength coming out of nowhere. I'm telling you, if you just keep coming to church, even when you don't feel like it there's strength coming from out of nowhere all of a sudden here's an Egyptian laying in the field about to die but he tells them after they give him nourishment this is what I'm trying to tell you sometime in life you got to hang on till strength comes here it is the Egyptians clinging to life in the field for three days he's wondering he's wondering am I ever gonna make it through this I can see the Egyptian lying on his back I can see him going in and out of 
consciousness one if anybody gonna come in the woods and find him and all of a sudden here come David and his troops and time they feed him and time he get nourishment in his body can I just talk to somebody you wasn't crazy you was dehydrated you wasn't crazy you just was malnutrition you knew you God was on your life but the proper thing is you just didn't have the substance in you and while you're in that place if you're not careful I'm here the devil trying to make you think you crazy but grab your head and say I ain't losing my mind I just need a little nourishment say I ain't going crazy I just need a little nourishment the Egyptian was malnutrition but God sent help through David to bring him back together again he said in verse 16 and he says and when we had brought him down uh, behold there was written over 15 excuse me verse 15 and David said to him Can, cast down bring me down in this company and he swear unto uh, unto God unto me by God that thou uh, swear to me by God you ain't gonna kill me nor give me back to my master and I will bring you down to this company and when he had brought him down behold they were spread abroad upon all the earth eating and drinking dancing <laughs> because all the great spoil that the, uh, that they had taken out of the land of the Philistines you see that and they and out of the land of Judah and David listen smote them from the twilight even unto the evening of the next day and there escaped not a man of them save 400 young men which rode upon camels and fled listen to here you don't understand that God's about to allow you to sneak back up on the devil that attacked you God about to allow you to get your strength back and that devil that thought he had you cornered you getting ready to give him some get back and some of y'all need to get your dukes ready and some of y'all need to get your gloves back on because that devil tried to knock you out but God's about to give you a fresh start and God about to give you a chance to fight this devil who fought you and I'm trying to tell you that whatever was coming against you in 2023 it's been reversed and now God's on your side and now God's going to strengthen you to fight the enemy who's been fighting against you tell your neighbor get ready to fight get, a, get ready to fight there's strength coming out of nowhere there's might coming on you out of nowhere there's glory coming on you out of nowhere all you have to do is hang in there and keep on breathing and there's strength coming to you all you got to do is keep on praising and there's strength coming to you yeah what I'm trying to tell you is that souls about to get converted what I'm trying to tell you is that people about to be transformed people are recovering say tell people people are recovering yeah people are recovering people are recovering from their trauma people are recovering from their pain people are recovering from the dilemma I'm trying to tell you vitality is coming out of nowhere it's coming out of nowhere it's coming out of nowhere but God is with them I got to tell you this look at verse 18 it says and David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away and David rescued his two wives and there was nothing lacking to them neither small nor great neither son nor daughters neither small nor anything that they had taken to them David recovered all and David took all the flocks and the herds which they drave before the, those other cattle and said this is David's spoil and David came to 200 and David came to the 200 men which were so faint that they could not follow David whom they had made also to abide at the brook of Besor and they went forth to meet David and to meet the people that were with him when David 
came near to the people, he saluted them. Then answered all the wicked men of Belial, all those that went with David, and said, because they went not with us, we will not give them aught of the spoil that we have recovered. Hmm. Save to every man his wife and his children, that they may lead them away and depart. Hmm. Then David said, ye shall not do so, my brethren, with that which the Lord has given us, who hath preserved us and delivered the company that came against us into our land. For who will hearken unto you in this matter? But as his part is that goeth down to battle, so shall his part be that tarrieth by the stuff. They shall part alike. And it was so from the day forward that he made a statue and an ordinance for Israel until this day. Here's my third point. We got to have vows that keep the devil subdued. Oh, I got to talk about vows that keep the devil subdued. See, the first attack that happened here was an outside attack. It was an attack from the outside when the Philistines came and attacked the people of God. But let me tell you something. You better be careful after your victory. You better be careful after God bless you because what happens is after God blesses us many times our enemy becomes somebody close to us it becomes somebody who actually fought with us when we needed them most and that's why you need vows to keep the devil subdued what I'm trying to tell you is that God wants us to remain in covenant with each other and there are times when we're going through tough times it is the covenant that's going to keep us going through the rough times it is the vows that is going to keep us going through the rough times and David said the way I'm going to put this foolishness to flight is we're going to come up with a statute we're going to come up with a vow because we got to keep the devil out of our blessing what I'm trying to tell you is can you stand to be blessed can God trust you with favor but the moment God allow you to get up on your feet are you going to get arrogant are you going to be hard to talk to are you going to be hard to get along with when God bring you out of debt are you gonna have a snooty nose upon those who still struggling I want to know can you stand to be blessed I want to know can God turn things around for you and you now are not going against your brother oh yeah the same men that went down to fight and got the stuff once they got blessed they got the big head can I tell you be careful when you get elevated be careful when you come into your new season be careful when you come into your good stuff because the devil is going to test you from the inside it ain't going to be no outside warfare it's going to be an inside thing but it's the vows so somebody it's the vows that keep the devil subdued yeah it's how you keep the blessing on your life yeah, you don't let the devil come in and tamper with what God has established in your life. Come on, somebody. Come on, if one person in the household is making more money than each, the other person, you don't start acting funny because you make more money in the household. Come on, somebody. You don't start acting funny. God bless you that you make more. Thank God for it. It's more for all of us. Come on, somebody. You don't get to, get to say, I ain't, I ain't got to listen to you because I make most of the money in the house. You are in error. You are breaking covenant. Come on because maybe God has allowed you in this season uh, to be the one that bring in the most income of the house. Come on, somebody. Some of us get blessed. Uh, at the time we get blessed, that's when the devil start acting 
acting up in us it seemed like when we were broke we were humble when we were broke we can praise and the moment God turned things around for us we done got arrogant but I'm telling you the next test on your life is how you handle promotion it's how you handle coming out how you handle favor and success how you handle influence how you handle doors opening how you handle networks and connections that when you get it you don't forget the God that brought you through when you didn't even know your name you didn't know where you was going you don't understand the greatest test is not when you go through but when you come out of it but tell somebody I can handle the blessing I've been trained to reign I can handle the favor I've been trained tell somebody I got a vow I got a vow I got a vow and I won't take it back oh this is the year of the vow it is time for us to live in the vow I got a vow to the Lord and I won't we used to sing that song and I won't take it back uh huh yeah I already told you there's a vulnerability for humanity I already told you there is vitality strength that come out of nowhere I just told you there are vows that keep the devil subdued but the last thing I need you to get you to understand there's about to be victory all over the place prophesy to your neighbor and said there ain't about to be no little drip in the drop there's about to be victory all over the place <laughs> say every way I look I'm about to see victory come on what God promised me is not a 50% blessing. I'm staying here till I get 100%. God told me, I got you. see some of y'all don't stick to the word. God told David, you're going to recover all. And some of y'all about to shout over 50%. And God said, that ain't what I promised you. He said, I promised you that you was going to recover all. Tell somebody I feel like they're about to be victory all over the place. Tell your neighbor, I say victory all over the place. Here it is. This is what David did. This is what David did. Because I want it all. Because what happens is, while you were going through, people were talking. While you were going through your circumstance, people were running their mouths. While you were going through your low place, People were talking more than they should have been more than they should have been people people should have been praying but they was running their mouths they had little private conversations about your downfall I don't even know what's going on something is going on in the body of Christ what goes on in the body of Christ when you hear that a potentially a man sins and you celebrate the fact that he sins and celebrate that he coming down you are demon possessed when you hear about your brother or your sister going through and next thing you know is saying I, I I knew they was going to fall. No, the truth of the matter, you jealous. The truth of the matter, you insecure. The truth of the matter, you you got low self-esteem because nobody in their right mind, in their right spirit, want to see another brother fall. Want to see another sister fall. Want to see another person not make it to their destiny. And when you sitting around waiting on somebody to fall, something wrong with you. Even if the Lord said that he was going to bring judgment, you your role is not to wish for judgment to come. Your role is to God keep it away. God change his mind. God change his heart. But something wrong with you when you feel like you got a prophecy over me for me to fall and you somewhere celebrating. Yeah, the body of Christ the lost their ever loving mind. 
God. What's wrong with us? Talk about celebrating the potential downfall of another brother and sister. If anything, you ought to be in the hedge. But what they were doing while David was falling, well, they was running their mouths. Yeah, they were. Y'all heard about David? No prayer in sight. I know y'all like these social media people who keep up with everybody's gossip. And then you get so crazy, you be on there too. Taking delight in somebody. Coming through, let me clean you up before you get to 2024. Having delight in somebody else's dirt. When you know you was just as dirty a few years ago, you know you was riding dirty. I know you know you was riding dirty just a few years ago. You know you was just going through. How you gonna take the light in somebody else's dirt? How you gonna take the light? How you subscribing to somebody's social media page so you can get notifications and updates every time they got more gossip news? And you can't tell me you of God. You got more gossip in anything and all because you call the name of Jesus every once in a while don't make you a man or a woman of God some of y'all ain't got no discernment whatsoever no discernment whatsoever they say God name a few times and the rest of their conversation is about negativity and gossip spreading people's situations let me tell you something if I know something about you one thing I ain't trying to do is let everybody know what's going on in your life some of us got to learn how to be quiet about other people's business come on somebody and you sometimes you don't recognize when to be quiet until you go through your own circumstance Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about concern that leads to prayer I'm talking about gossip nature but David had something for those type of people come on David has something tell somebody it's right here verse 26 when David came to Ziglag he sent up the spoil unto the elders of Judah even to his friends saying behold a present for you of the spoil of the enemies of the Lord then to them which were in Bethel to them which were in Ramoth and to them which in, were in Jatar and to them which were in Arar and to them which in Smithmoth and to them who were in Estimah some of y'all ain't getting it let me move on to verse 30 and to them who were in Hormah and to them which were in Korshan and to them who were in Akatash you ain't trying to see what I'm trying to say David said for everybody who heard about my downfall I got a present for you the God who knew my name built me back up the God who knew my destiny raised me back up so for everybody who was talking about me when I was going through what I was going through I want you to know that my God has redeemed me my God has brought me out and I'm gonna let you know here's a little victory from what I came out of tell your neighbor there's about to be victory Stand to your feet and tell your neighbor we're moving forward together to greater and get ready for victory, victory, victory. Tell them all over the place. Say all over the place. Now give God praise right there. Say victory all over the place. Thank you again, my friend, for listening to our radio broadcast of Truth Gathers Dream Center Church. The word of God is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And every time we hear his word, 
were able to grow thereby. My friend, I also want to invite you to our service. Maybe you have a free Sunday coming up real soon. We'll love to see you at 1317 High Road here in Tallahassee. Truth gathers dreams in a church. God bless you until the next time right here on Wave 94.